Hello. Thanks for listening to This is the Life podcast. My name is Stacy Ann Edwards and I'm your host. The breaker is here. The wonderful, the counselor, almighty God, everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace is in our midst to help us break out of spiritual jail and into the destiny and purpose he has placed in our lives. The Lord knows exactly what he's designed us to do. So thank you for tuning in to learn how he wants to break us out of the stuck places we're in. I hope you enjoy. This is the life. Hello, everyone. We have come to the final episode in the Breaker series. Didn't the Lord break some things up these past few weeks? Didn't he bring the Breaker power and anointing to our lives in this time that we've been spending with him? We must be reminded that we are not ignorant to the devices of the enemy, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. The Lord is exposing the devil, and he wants to help us win the battles against him. God's thoughts toward us are to prosper us, as we know, and not to harm us, and they are for a future and a hope. So only he knows the way to the good future and hope. The breaker is here to break us out of the stuck place and into the new thing he has for us to do. God spoke to us in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, when he said, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive and know it, and will you not give heed to it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Jesus is doing a fresh new thing in our lives. He is making a way where there was no way. And all of this work he's been doing, all of these words he's been speaking to us over the past few weeks is a part of his great design that will come to pass in our lives. In this season, some of us may be feeling lost, unsure, unclear, and unfocused. Others may be feeling they have hit a ceiling or a door or a wall in their walk, and they need to break out into the next season or the next level that the Lord has for them. Yet others may be waiting for their destiny helper or partner, the person God has ordained and anointed to help them move forward or be propelled to another level. God knows where his children are in this journey, and he knows what each of us needs. The Lord wants us to know that he is here to help us break out of that old place and catapult us into the new place the new assignment, the new calling. He wants to help us push out into the world the spiritual baby we've been carrying for his glory. That spiritual baby you're carrying may be a business, a ministry, a book, a life-changing idea, a destination, a school, a partnership, a word from the Lord, an app for the marketplace, a lesson plan, a system, a physical move, a mission, a friendship, or even a marriage. The people of God are pregnant with the promises of God. Yes, you're pregnant. And yes, women and men can be spiritually pregnant. We must be aware that as the Lord has placed seeds in our spiritual womb that need to grow and be birthed or launched into the world, Satan who knows this, is actively trying to cause a mass abortion to take place in the spirit realm. But God stands in the gap to protect his children. 
The breaker is here to help us give birth safely without spiritual abortions, breaches, or stillborn births. He is the conquering lion of the tribe of Judah, and he is our fierce protector. And the word of God tells us in Philippians chapter 2 verse 13, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. John chapter 5 verse 17 tells us, But Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. And Isaiah chapter 43 verse 13 tells us, Indeed, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who will reverse it? Praise the Lord. Did you hear what God said? Let me repeat it. He said, I work, and who will reverse it? That statement carries massive power and promise behind it, and no one but God can make a statement like that backed up with the full force and the power of the Holy Spirit. Personally, I find great solace and joy in him being so strong and so mighty. Jesus is the breaker after all, and all things and all people are subject to him. The breaker is here. And he wants to break his children out of that stuck place so we can run forward into our destiny, calling, and purpose. Okay, so what do you think? Over the past few weeks, you've learned that you need to stop and check every thought that comes across your mind to determine the source. Your eyes have been opened into certain activities in the spirit realm. You are aware that the enemy is trying to work in your bloodline if you didn't already know. Your beliefs and mindsets have been shaken and or challenged by the truth of God. The Lord has also opened your eyes to the need to review some of your connections with people and things that may have been an ungodly influence over you. And he's exposed false gods and idols you may have been worshiping above him. He's made us aware of where we may have been mixing the holy with the profane. You've learned how to cast down negative and demonic thoughts, and you've been encouraged to love and serve him only, and to trust and submit to him alone. I pray that the Holy Spirit has been highlighting some things to you, some practices, words, behaviors, associations, beliefs, mindsets, also maybe even ungodly soul ties, relationships with people and places and things, connections with things that are not of him and not for you. They are not from him at all. Things that look good, feel good, they talk good and act good, but they are drawing you away from him and causing you to fall short of the life he has planned for you. The breaker is here so that light would be shed on the work of the enemy. We know this because it says that Jesus came to destroy the devil's work in 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. We also know, as it is written in Colossians 1 and 15 to 16, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10 tells us, And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. So a few weeks ago, the Lord asked me a question. He said, do you hear me? 
This wasn't news to me because in John chapter 10, verse 27, it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So in my mind, I had heard that before. But when you listen carefully, you realize he didn't say, can you hear me? He said, do you hear me? This suggests that we have to choose to do and perform this action of actually hearing the Lord, actually hearing his voice. After hearing, then action grows as a result. Let's look at this scripture in Matthew chapter 13. So to summarize it a bit, this is the scene when Jesus is engaged in teaching the people. This is the part where he's sitting in the boat and the people are on the shore. And he's speaking to them now about the parable of the soils. And this, of course, is Matthew's account of what happened. He shares with them what happens to the seeds sown in four different types of soil. You may have read the story. You can check it out in Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 to 9. So he finished his teaching and then his disciples came and asked him why he speaks to the crowd in parables. He tells them that it's because the revelation of the mysteries. In other words, the meaning of the parable was for the disciples to know and not the crowd. God is the one who gives the gift of the ability to comprehend spiritual truth. Now we pick up the point in history where he also quotes Isaiah chapter 6 verse 9 to 10. And we're going to begin reading in verse 14 of Matthew 13. And it says, And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, and seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull, their ears are hard of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you, that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Do you hear Jesus? Have you been listening to everything he's been sharing over these past few weeks and in these episodes? Has your heart registered the urgency with which he is speaking? Has your faith increased to meet his words of truth and encouragement? Has your spirit come into agreement with what he's been saying? Have you been inquiring of him about this word? Have you been searching the word for yourself? Have you been testing this prophecy? The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 20 to 21 that we should not despise prophecy, but that we should test everything and take what is good. As children of God, we are blessed to be disciples of Jesus, as we have just read in Matthew chapter 13. We have the gift of being able to see and hear and discern spiritual things, and this should not be taken lightly. We are not to shy away from it. It is part of the privilege we have as kingdom citizens. And as the Bible tells us in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, we should be walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. Sometimes we forget that Jesus is in charge. He is the author and finisher of our faith, according to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, according to Revelation 22 and 13. 
We must come to terms with the truth that he is sovereign. Everything and everyone sits in the palm of his hand. All of us are literally breathing because he decided we would, and it's all because he loves us. He's the same sovereign God who sends us messages, encouragement, warnings, intelligence, and revelation so that we will be able to receive everything he said we could have. Please be reminded, he doesn't speak idle words. He is very intentional, and your God, your creator, is sending this message to you now. Now that we know the truth, let us give thanks for the mighty work he is doing in our lives. Lay it all at his feet. Petition the throne of God to seek God to break us out of the stuck place we may be in. So, in case you haven't heard it enough, the breaker is here. He is here to break in, break up, break through, break down, and break out. What will be your response to the Lord? Will you welcome the breaker into your life? Will you allow him to have his way? Will you let him set you free? Can you afford not to? I pray the Holy Spirit ministers, confirms, and leads you into all truth as you seek the Lord about this word. I pray you will press into the Lord like never before in preparation for the manifestations of the glory of God upon the earth. There is a massive movement of God on the earth at this time, and there is a lot of activity in the spirit realm and also in the earth as we can all see with our natural eyes. God is not only doing a new thing, he is turning the world upside down. And so my prayer is that you will welcome the breaker to have his way. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Okay, so usually at the end of this message, um, I'm led to pray into the word that we've received, and I will do that. But the Lord wants to switch it up a bit. So I ask for your patience as the Lord speaks specifically to the people that are in his heart right now who may be listening today. After we've completed that, we will pray into this word before I close out. So please listen carefully because he wants to speak to you one on one. So as you hear his voice, Respond in kind to him. Thank you, Lord. For those of you who have been listening and don't know Jesus for themselves, Jesus is speaking to you now. You are curious about him, but you don't know where to start to get to know him. You have a desire to be saved by him, to be protected by him, to be comforted by him, to experience him, the God who loves you. You notice there is something missing. And no matter what you've done, you can't seem to fill that space. You don't know much about what happens after this life, but you want the opportunity to know God for yourself. You want him to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. This is your opportunity. It's just you and him. Speak these words from your mouth out loud wherever you are and believe them in your heart as you talk to God right now. Repeat after me. God, I confess that I am a sinner, and I need Jesus in my life. I repent of my sins and turn to you. I believe that Jesus is your son, and that he died on the cross for my sins. He was buried and he rose from the dead. 
I accept this by faith. I invite Jesus to be Lord of my life, to reign and rule in my heart. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and for saving me. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and believed it in your heart, you are now a child of God. So welcome to the family of God, my brothers and my sisters. You have now received the gift of eternal life and you now have a beautiful life with Jesus here and now. I encourage you to share this great news with everybody. I mean, tell everybody. This is literally the best thing that will ever happen to you. So God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so the Lord is not done yet. He's speaking now to a different group of people who are listening. Could that be you? For those who have asked him to come into their lives, but have not been walking with him. You have not been speaking to him or listening to him. You have been making your own decisions and going your own way. You have not been reading the Bible or praying or meeting with other believers. You may be angry with him. You may be blaming him for something that happened or something someone said and you've held it against him. You may even have been hurt by someone in the church in the past and you've decided that the best way to handle it is to stay away. The things of the world may have crowded out his voice and you may have believed the lies of the enemy that it's too hard or too late to go back to Jesus. You also may be believing the lie that you can make it without being in a relationship with him. The Lord is saying that he wants you to take the time to get to know him and that when you do, you will know for yourself how much he loves and cherishes you. Jesus is speaking to you right now. He desires for you to return to him. If that is you and you hear his voice today, pray this prayer. This is a prayer of confession so that you will be brought back into fellowship and relationship with Jesus right now. This prayer is based on the scripture in 1 John 1 and 9, which says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As you pray, forgive those who have hurt you and or contributed to you straying away. Confess your sins to God. Tell him about the specific things that have happened to cause you to stray and ask for his forgiveness today. Let us pray. My Father, thank you for your word that says, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us now of all unrighteousness. I thank you, Lord, that we can come now in the name of Jesus boldly to your throne to seek grace and to obtain mercy at this time. Father, your child has fallen outside of fellowship with Jesus, and we come now to ask for your forgiveness. Your child has strayed away in disobedience and now desires to repent and turn back to Jesus, who is our Savior and Lord. My Father, please receive your child now as the Father received the prodigal son in your word. As your sons and daughters confess their sins and forgive those who have hurt them, I thank you that you hear their voice. As they forgive all those who have contributed them to them straying away from you, Father, and as they forgive themselves, I praise you. I now thank you for your forgiveness, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for calling them back to you. They need you, Lord. Please help them walk closely with you and experience the love that you have for them. 
In your name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We give thanks for his love and forgiveness today. This is the will of God, and he loves his baby so much. Now please continue this conversation with the Lord. He's waiting to hear from you. He missed you so much. Okay, guys, I hope you're hanging in there with me. I also ask that you would pray for those who the Lord is speaking to right now as you listen in. He is very serious about this, so please partner with him in this and pray over those who have just heard the Lord's voice and over those he is speaking to next. Okay, the Lord now speaks to those who are not sure where they stand with him. If you have prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart and into your life, you've confessed your sins and believe that he is the son of God who died on the cross for your sins, You believed in your heart that God the Father raised him from the dead on the third day, and you have spoken all of this out of your mouth, but you're still not sure that you are saved, then Jesus is now speaking to you. He wants you to know that you are his baby, and he loves you. He wants you to know that you are one of his children. You may believe that your faith is not strong enough. You may be unsure if the prayer really worked. That's a real concern. You may have heard people tell you that because you're still doing this and saying that, that you aren't really saved. Others may have been trying to convince you that Jesus is not real and that your connection with him is not real. He wants you to know that he sees you. He wants you to know that what you've heard are lies from the devil. That is what the devil does. He cannot tell the truth. Jesus desires for you to be assured today that you do belong to him. When you prayed the salvation prayer, he heard you and came to live in your heart. You belong to him, and no one can take you from his hands or from the hands of the Father in heaven, according to John 10 and 27 to 30. It says this, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. This is a life and death matter. This is a matter of your soul being saved, and he wants you to be assured today. I will pray this prayer over you now, so that you may receive assurance that you are a child of God. This prayer is resting on the following scriptures. Please write them down, read them, meditate on them, and speak them out loud in the name of Jesus. The scriptures are 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, which says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. The next scripture is 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, and that tells us, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. And finally, John chapter 8 verse 31, and it reads, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Let us pray. Father God, You are so good and so worthy to be praised. Your beloved son has taught us how to pray. He's taught us how to come to you boldly to seek grace and to obtain mercy in his name. 
Father, the Lord said in John chapter 16, verse 23, On that day you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Therefore, we now ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to give assurance to your children. Father, the enemy has been lying to them about their position in the Lord. The devil has caused them to have doubt about where they stand with and in Jesus. But we give thanks that your word tells us in 1 John 5 and 13 that when we believe in the name of Jesus, then we know we have eternal life. Your word also tells us in John 8 and 31 that when we abide in your word, then we are true followers of Jesus. We bless you, Father, and we bring you into remembrance of your word in 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, where you told us that when we love one another, we know that we have passed from death to life. Thank you, Father, for assurance for your babies today. We pray that their faith will be increased more and more by the hearing of the word through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. For greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. We pray for protection from the enemy today, and we pray your will be done in the lives of your sons and your daughters in Jesus' name. We thank God for his sweet assurance for salvation today over the lives of all of God's people in Jesus' name. So now go and talk to the Lord. He's been waiting to hear from you too. I'm so happy that the Lord has blessed you with assurance today. It is a sweet, sweet feeling to know that you belong to him. All right. So finally, the Lord is speaking to those who are not currently connected to a branch of Zion, a church home. He's speaking to those who are not planted in the place that he has for them to be cared for, to be nurtured, equipped, healed, and to grow. This is what the Lord speaks to you today. The Lord's will is for you to grow and develop into the person he's called you to be. He desires for you to operate in the gift the Holy Spirit has given you, where you can be a blessing to others in the family of God, as well as receive blessings in return. It is very important that we seek to know where God desires to plant us in his perfect timing and will. So the Lord is calling to you today. Others may have tainted your experience in a church setting before, and it may have grieved your spirit and caused you to feel hurt. It is never his will for you to be hurt or harmed, and he wants you to know that the church, the body, is not perfect, but he stands as our protector. He stands as the perfect one as we go through this life with him. He wants you to know that your pastor, minister, deacon, Bible teacher, deaconess, usher, elder, none of these humans can do for you what he can. He calls you now into healing. Please know that the Lord sees and knows all. He desires for us to know that though we are imperfect, he is perfect love over us. He wants us to remember that we are human and that Satan has agents everywhere, even in the church. But the Bible tells us that we should not forsake gathering as a church in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. He desires for us to stick together and to help and love each other. So I pray with you now, asking for guidance from the Lord, as well as healing, discernment, and removal of any hindrance to you being joined to a Holy Spirit-filled church that engages in biblical teaching and in the application of biblical principles. Let us pray. Father, we thank you that because of the great sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, 
We are now called children of God. What great love you have lavished upon us that we may be called your sons and your daughters. We thank you, Lord, for giving your life so that we may have this life in you. Father God, your word says in John chapter 14, verse 23, Jesus answered and said to them, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So, Father, as we stand on this word today, we pray that you would help us to do according to your word in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, and not forsake the assembly of the saints. Help us, Heavenly Father, to fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, as you have said in 1 Corinthians 12 and 25 to 27. You said there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. You said if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. You told us that each one of us is a part of the body of Christ. Therefore, Father, we pray for your help to bring your children into the church so that they may fit in as an essential body part in the body of Christ. Father, we pray for healing over any wounds that may have been inflicted previously. We pray for you to guide them to the church where they will be cared for, nurtured, and experience the love of God by the hands of their brothers and sisters in Christ. We pray for them to be led now to that place where they will be planted to be a blessing to others according to your will and your perfect timing. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will give them discernment so that they will know and have confirmation about where to join as a member. And we pray that you will make it very clear whether that church is a Bible teaching, Holy Spirit filled church that is practicing biblical principles in the name of Jesus. Almighty one, we pray against the spirits associated with false teaching, false doctrine, false teachers, false prophets, and false religions in the name of Jesus. We pray now that your people will not be led into anything that is not of you. We pray also against the spirit of religion so that your children may come into relationship with you and not religion as they are nurtured in your church. Holy Father, as you have called us to be holy like our Father, according to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 15 to 16, help your children to walk in holiness, purity, and obedience today in Jesus' name. We thank you now, Lord, for all the guidance, the confirmation, the healing, and deliverance that will take place in the lives of your people as they come into the house of the Lord to lift up your holy name in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name we pray and we give thanks today. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you all so much for praying and hanging in there so that others may be blessed by the King today. So now we will pray into this mighty word that the Lord has blessed us with. Let us pray. Father, you have gathered up your children before you and we hear your voice loud and clear. We now enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. You have done a mighty work over these past few weeks and our lives have been changed and souls have been saved and you received all the glory and honor for all of it. You have done well, my father. Lord Jesus, you have done real good. We bless your holy name.
We celebrate you, Lord, and we congratulate you for all that you have done to get us to this point. We thank you for all that is yet to come. Lord, you tell us that there's more, according to John 10, 10, an abundant, overflowing life in you, and we want it. We want it all, my Father. We have come to collect in the name of Jesus, and we say, let the will of God be done in our lives now on earth as it is in heaven. Faithful God, loving Father, gracious Savior, nothing can compare to the love you have for us. As the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5 verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You did these selfless, awesome, loving, great, amazing, life-changing, chain-breaking things. And when we were deep in sin, you did this for us when we didn't even know you. We weren't checking for you, Lord, and we didn't love you. The Bible tells us that you first loved us. So our beautiful Father, we thank you. And we pour out our love on you today. Haven't you done well, Heavenly Father? Lord Jesus, haven't you done good? There are no words to describe the lens that you go to to protect us, to provide for us, to love us, even in our unlovable moments. You didn't give second chances, and we thank you, Father, because if you did, we wouldn't even be here now. You are faithful to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness when we confess our sins to you every day, and we bless you for your loving kindness. Thank you, Father, for chance after chance after chance after chance every single day. Breaker, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to break into our hearts so that we can have a deep and intimate relationship with you. Thank you for breaking up the hardness in our lives, our minds, and our hearts so that beautiful things may grow in the soil of our souls. My God, thank you for breaking through our demonic mindsets, beliefs, thought processes, heart calluses, and ways of doing things so that we can now be freed from the bondage that it placed us in. Thank you, Lord, for breaking down the idols, false gods, and the demonic altars and covenants in our lives and in our generations to come so that we can live an abundant life in you. And thank you, Lord, for breaking us out of the stuck places, the spiritual jail cells where we were so that we can now go on to walk in the destiny you designed for us. According to your word in Micah 2 and 13, we receive every word of knowledge, understanding, wisdom, revelation, encouragement, and promise as you break us out in the name of Jesus. We take authority now in Jesus' name over the enemy and his devices, and we proclaim victory in the name of Jesus. Father, Help us not only to be hearers of this word, but also doers of the word, according to James 1 and 22. Help us to be the good soil that this word falls onto and yields an abundant harvest of a hundredfold. Help us to abide in your word and in you, according to John 15 and 7. We need you, Lord. We realize that we can do nothing without you. And we thank you that we can do all things through you because you are the one who strengthens us. Lord, please protect us in all our ways. Refresh, renew, replenish, and revive us today. Calls us to be like new wineskins and help us to keep our lamps filled with oil as we wait for you to return. 
Father, please rebuke the hand of the devil from our lives as we repent and confess our sins so that we may walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Go where you want to go, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, and move how you want to move. We are temples of the Holy Spirit, and we ask for forgiveness, Father, for grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Holy Father, we come into agreement with you over everything you have spoken over our lives. We tear down every idol, false god, and we renounce and denounce any and every association with every ungodly soul tie, demonic covenant, and evil altar in the name of Jesus. We acknowledge the Lord's sacrifice that he made so that we can now receive this freedom and victory in him. And we thank the Lord for his finished work on the cross. We partner now with you, God, in all that you have spoken over the earth. Even now, as your glory is resting upon the earth, we say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We lay ourselves down as living sacrifices, holy, acceptable, which is our reasonable service. And we pour out our love at your feet and we lavish you with it today. You are a wonderful father who is a giver of good and perfect gifts according to your word. Our daddy is wealthy and he provides all we need, including the life-changing word that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ the Breaker has delivered to us in this season. We now declare the word of God over our lives today according to Ephesians chapter 3 verses 20 to 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My God is good. Thank you so much for listening. Hasn't Jesus done well? Hasn't he done good? This word is irrefutable evidence of his great love for us. I pray you are blessed by it as I have certainly been. More episodes are on the way and will be uploaded in January 2024. Please stay tuned via my Instagram page at now underscore this is the life. You can also reach me at thisisthelife146 at gmail.com. Again, the email address is thisisthelife146 at gmail.com to be added to the mailing list so you can receive all the updated content and the announcements. As always, please share the link with others so that they may be blessed as well. Have a happy, wonderful, and prosperous new year, everyone. And according to Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. I love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you all. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it has been impactful or a blessing in any way, please consider sharing this episode with others who may be interested or curious in finding out what it's like to live with Jesus. Also consider leaving a review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. And by God's grace, we'll meet again on the next episode of This is the Life. God bless you.